You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. I'm marching down the line. I don't know a son of a gun who wouldn't be willing to run to see a parade come marching down the line. Perhaps I'm what you'd call a patriot. But one thing certain, whether I am or not, I love a parade. All right. The tramping of feet. That's right. Parades are coming. I am my own parade. I love a parade. What does that even mean? Like you're just hard to handle? Whenever I walk down the street, I am a parade. I'm my own parade. Okay. Yeah. Instead of someone throwing a parade in my honor, I'm just, I am the parade. It's kind of self-centered. Well, it's a line from a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. So, but yeah, and it's also a, a, a life stance for me. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. There Welcome, mornings with Lone Star. Good morning, nine hundred two broadcasting live from the LSAR studios. This is mornings with Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We're on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, all that good stuff, and Condors FM 104.5, It is Tuesday, July 3rd, the day before July 4th. I hope you guys are ready for a good morning. We got a great lineup of talk radio on the station, of course, and of course, music later in the afternoon on Lone Star Community Radio. We are kicking it off, kicking it off. We're got special guests coming in around uh, 9:45-ish. We got the Woodlands Charities. We got Lacey coming in. And we're going to talk about the upcoming uh, charity events and also uh, big events over it towards the fourth quarter of the year uh, about the Halloween parties and stuff they throw, their annual parties. So we're going to have them come in. I got to sneeze real quick. Take over. And going on to weather and traffic, we'll start off with the weather. Uh, we're, today, where we are right now is going to be tomorrow's high. That's right. It's 80 degrees right now. Uh, going up to 97 today, partly cloudy, uh, with a 30% chance of rain today. However, starting overnight, it's going to get gnarly out there. Uh, storms are storms are coming, and looks like tomorrow there may be some uh, uh, cancellations or at least some changes to some plans. And we'll talk about it later. But I know that like Tomball's already canceled their July 4th festival in anticipation of bad weather. So wear your hats. Because whether it's from the sun or from the rain, you're going to need to protect your noggin. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know what's going on all of a How sudden. I'm telling you, it's that African dust thing, man. It's the African dust thing, it's man. It's the African dust thing. All right. Let's do some uh, Conroe traffic. How about that? Looking okay. around the Montgomery County area, northbound, southbound, I-45. I'm not really seeing any major issues. I am getting some uh, road closures on the HOV lanes on I-45 southbound between uh, Rayford Sawdust and, uh, no, sorry, that's way south. It's way, way, way south. Sorry, sorry. Past 1960. Uh, there's a huge accident right there past the tollway, Sam Houston tollway, uh, heading southbound. So traffic to get to Houston today is going to be a mess. Uh, outside that, everything's looking good around the county over in the Magnolia area and also Plantersville, and then on our east side friends of Cleveland and Splendora and Patton Village. Everything's looking good over there and and in between in Conroe. So there you go. There you go. Well, we got some stuff that's been happening in the headlines locally, nationally, and internationally, so it's going to be a good day, but uh, it's it's July 4th Eve. 
Well, let's talk about that real quick. So we got uh, the you know the 9 a.m. audience, what you're doing tomorrow. I know the Woodlands is having their deal because you're going to be broadcasting live on the Woodlands Online uh, distribution, and you're going to be announcing the parade and all that fun stuff. That's right. I'll be making up all kinds of really blatantly false trivia about every float. And I'll be making, just off the top of my head, I'll be making stuff up, and I'll see if people can figure out the fact from the fiction. Well, what's really funny about that is when they do parades down here, especially the uh, the Gotexan parade that kicks off the, the livestock, you submit your own entry paragraph to describe your float. Right. And I always wondered if somebody just slips in some weird stuff to that, because they don't, I mean, I bet you they don't read over it. There's like, here's the piece of paper, announcer, read this while they go. You know, that's that's what, what the, yeah, that's what they're doing to you. Well, they're going to hand me paper, and I will read what they write grammatically. You know, I'll make grammatical changes as necessary. But let's see what we can throw in there. It's like uh, you've seen those movies, uh, the comedies where you have the sports announcer like Bob Euchre, and then they make stuff up. Yeah, that's going to be me. I want to be like Bob Euchre in Major League. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, but I did just get a text from the Woodlands Online people saying that uh, at about one o'clock today they'll decide if they are going to go forward ahead with their own plan of the weather so uh again tomball has canceled their event for tomorrow uh right now the woodlands one is still on but stay tuned to, to us and to woodlands online for more information and of course what i can do is on our facebook page once i get word even though dick and i will be off the air i can post it to our facebook page so you'll know what fun stuff you can go to tomorrow which much i gotta get some some food for tomorrow you know, some some meats and potato chips and hot dog buns and stuff like that. There's going to be a run on them, I think. So what are you, what are you going to have for your July 4th? Yeah. To be honest, I don't know. I mean, I really want to smoke something. <laughs> oh, you mean on the grill? Yeah. Okay. Jeez, man. Get your head out of the gutter every morning. But uh, I think it really depends on, because I think Leo and Jason and I were all going to get together, but... I mean, I imagine there's going to be a grill involved. I imagine, you know, I'm not going to be drinking at all because it's in the middle of the week. Yes. You know, I always wonder why people, especially <laughs> like doing holidays or national holidays, and if it's during the week, it should be just understood that the day after is the day off. You mean so you get like the holiday itself and the... Yeah. Well, here's the thing for July 4th. Or if you're, or if you're a business... You do the party on the day before. Yeah, there you go. Because, I mean, think about think about 4th of July and how you want to celebrate it. Usually people want to go all out on 4th of July, you know, doing fireworks and all that stuff. Staying, and that means that implies you have to stay up late because you're going to be watching fireworks at, like, 9 o'clock over in the woodlands. That's when they announce. That's when they do it. So that means, you know, the most average person who's not – and doesn't have to do the alcohol or anything. It's just kind of like you have to wake up early for the next day to go to work. So, yeah, that's what I thought. What do you think? You think? Well, it's kind of like why they do football on Sunday. If they know that's going to be like everyone's going to be drunk and be useless. <laughs> because they I'm sure they tried it on Saturday and realized, "Hey, no one's watching us." No, college football is huge on Saturday. Oh, college football. I thought you were talking about NFL. Well, I just meant more of like it's just funny to me that when football season's going, I wonder how much alcohol intake there is during the week cuz you got Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. People watch it. I mean, that's like the most unknown thing. Oh, we're going to have the people over drinking beers and eating chicken wings. Man, you're making me hungry now. 
I was going to go over and get us some working tacos this morning, but unfortunately, uh, I was waiting on our coffee, our delicious coffee from Conroe Coffee. Yeah. And, and also... They were busy this morning. I know they were. Poor, poor lady behind the register. Uh, so no working tacos for us this morning. So I, I do want to keep uh, a note out to everybody. So when you are making plans for your 4th of July tomorrow, double check where you're going because a lot of places are canceling their events and doing things like that. So keep up a date, especially we don't want you to be caught out in the rain, you know, trying to get in line. Because that's one thing the Woodlands doesn't do well is traffic. No, especially so, when there's an event like, like I remember, Iron Man or the Marathon. Do you remember when, uh, I don't think it, it might have been Harvey, but it was during Harvey's rainstorm because we, did, I mean, they, they, it flooded up here. But what they did that was so poor is they didn't update the maps of which road closures there were. So I remember trying to get out uh, towards the south, but they closed 45 or something. And it was like, they just didn't tell you. And there's some back roads <coughs> over in the Kirkendall area to mm. get south, but they didn't tell you. So all of these people were like trying to just go around in circles inside the woodlands, which <laughs> is insane. And we got stuck. Yeah, those in the woodlands who know all the back roads, we kind of laugh at the people getting stuck. No, the back roads were locked up. That's what I was saying. So that, that's what happened with me with the Iron Man, that I uh, was going, a, a, after having been caught in it before, uh, in the years previously, I swore, I'm not doing anything for Iron Man. You know, I'm going to be at home. But then some business things happened that I had to get out on the road, and I was stuck for hours all over the place. It was bad. I was so upset about that. So next year, I swear, Iron Man comes. I am hunkering down at my house. I ain't coming out for nobody. Well, Brett is uh, on Facebook. It's kind of funny reading his stuff because he goes, we were raised on sitcoms where people walked into a house and were immediately offered an alcoholic beverage. We're also raised under the principle of make a horrible mistake and get a hangover, suck it up, and get the job done. Which I, I'm, <laughs> I'm more of, I wonder what the work like, especially if you go, like, where do you think it works gets most affected by football? Like, I would say it would be, like, uh, like blue-collar jobs or something like that. Like, you know, on Monday nights, I wonder what Tuesday mornings are like for a lot of people because they go watch the Green Bay Packers. Well, they, true, but most— You think that's why people drink every day so they can get right, like, their body can be the dog. physically ready for Mondays and Thursdays? That could be it. Although, you know, stereotypically, blue-collar workers— are more equipped, better equipped for the real world and in regards to coming in with a hangover or being able to yeah, suck it up. Whereas you get some, you know, white collar lollipops who just, oh, I hurt. Well, I would say 4th of July is one of like probably the only holiday no one really wants to touch to say because it's on the 4th. No matter when the 4th is, that's when mm -hmm. the holiday is going to be. So I think I'm going to wake up on normal time and just enjoy my day. I think that's why whatever comes my way, I'm going to try to enjoy it. And uh, well, if you notice, you know, most of the federal holidays, with the exception of Christmas and July 4th, tend to be on a set day. Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday, so mm -hmm. we have Thursday, Friday. Um, Do you think anyone takes like the week off? Yeah, but probably not so much this year. July fourth, because typically, like, like a week you're kind of dictated a by school. So, like, for, I mean, uh, Thanksgiving was kind of saying, "Hey, it's a Thursday, right?" It's usually on a Thursday, right? The last day of school, the Thanksgiving. Oh, th yeah, it's always Thursday. So they always or give Thursday, you Friday November. off. Yeah, always. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, because you know, you have ten federal holidays a year, so and they've been bounced around. 
But, you know, July 4th, of course, that one, uh, September 11th or Patriot's Day, that will always be on 9-11. But most of the others, Labor Day, Memorial Day, these other federal holidays are on the Monday, knowing that people are going to go on the weekend and need Monday off. And, uh, you know, it's not it's by design. Good deal. Yeah. Well, folks, again, if you're making plans for 4th of July around Montgomery County, they're doing a bunch of different things and just make sure they're still doing them because Tomball canceled their deal. And I know New Caney's doing a parade, but I don't know if it's been canceled or not. We need to get the pulse on that one. And then uh, what else is there? Uh, we got for celebrations. We can start. I was reading something. Woodlands. Funny. We got Woodlands Red Hot and Blue. We got the Woodlands Parade. Yeah. And various and sundry other items. Well, yeah, that's all coming our way tomorrow. And again, we won't be here tomorrow, but we'll be here today till 11 o'clock. Coming up next, we're going to do some headline news. If you want to participate, all you got to do is visit us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live and send in some stuff. We'll be right back. You're listening to Maureen's Lone Star. Listen to the crowd. They're cheering. Hip, hip, Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. All right, welcome back. It is July 3rd, Morning's Lone Star, hanging out in the studio. 
Broadcasting live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We are brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Clean. Let's do some headlines and have some fun. Uh, feel free to join in on the conversation on our Facebook live feed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what do we got that's funny to you? What's funny to me uh, in the international news headlines, China has developed a laser gun. This is for realsies, people. Uh, this is from uh, Beijing and the Associated Press. Chinese farmers developed a laser gun designed for police use. That can, this is what cracks me up. So this laser gun can set fire to the clothing and or hair of a protester. Um, but it's a non-lethal gun. So I just thought, you know, you set somebody on fire, it's kind of lethal. But apparently not. Uh, you can do this from a range of nearly a kilometer, which is uh, 1.6 miles. Um the general manager of the ZKZM Fiber Laser Company, who amazingly asked to remain anonymous, said that the weapons would immediately immediately produce a, quote, strong pain response in the target, but stressed that it was designed to be non-lethal. Quote, he told AFP, the weapon is designed to do things such as setting fire to illegal banners at a protest or setting fire to the hair or clothing of a protester. It is not designed explicitly, keyword explicitly, for killing like a gun that uses bullets and cannot cause the instant carbonization of human skin and tissues. So it's not like a Dalek death ray, but it's something. So the Chinese now have laser guns. And uh, again, this is, if you notice, this was developed not for the advancement of, you, you know, like drilling deeper or stopping comets from plowing into us or anything like that, to stop protesters. So... There you go. Welcome you to name, modern. You think China. they didn't learn from that Tiananmen Square thing? Well, yeah. Well, then they use tanks. Now they can. What they can do? Think about it. Protesters are human, obviously, and there's those who are very strong and very brave, and some maybe not so much. And the the kid that stood in front of the tank in Tiananmen Square, holy cow, you, you know that that was that was insane. But you put a you put a laser gun on some people where they start burning and like feeling really bad, they're gonna go running off. Uh, you'd have to be hardcore like those uh, uh, those Tibetan monks that would like immolate themselves by setting themselves on fire. Not everyone can do that, obviously. So this more than gun, once, right? Even more than Has anyone done it twice? It's like the kamikaze pilot coming back from his 19th mission. Couldn't find target, couldn't find target, couldn't find target. Uh, after a while, you wonder what's wrong with them. So, yeah, uh, good luck. Chinese police force with your new laser guns. Well, I've seen a couple of those anti, I guess, are deterrent weapons where they use sound. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, yeah. It really, it, it, they, it's kind of funny to see people kind of crawl on the floor. But uh, it's always weird to watch riots and how they control it because there, there's so much stigma at attached to it. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like they have they have uh, sympathy for the for the rioters and it looks like they have sympathy. Am I wrong about that? Like in most people of mine, they see this person with, like, say, <laughs> a, a water cannon, and they're just shooting people who have nothing in their hands. Because I think that's one of the hardest things to really convey to the average onlooker. Like, what's really going on here? Well, and, and that's the problem. You have a single photo or a single mindset, and it's out of context. I've been seeing a lot on Facebook people complaining, oh, yeah, look, you got these peaceful protesters knitting, and right across them are, pe are police in riot gear. Of course the police are going to wear riot gear. Name me a fire, it's like a firefighter gearing up with his helmet and everything for every call, even though nine times out of ten it's not a fire call, and making fun of them. Oh, see, you all got dressed up for the worst case scenario when it was just a cat stuck in a tree. Yeah. Of course they're going to put on riot gear. 
and protect themselves because they have no idea what's going on. And even if they're, quote, bare hands, tell me, you know, first off, people can kill each other with bare hands. Secondly, yeah, hidden weapons, that never happens at a protest or a riot. So, of course, they are. Sounds like they need to get one of those hot dog guns. <laughs> I, I love in that hot dog gun story, the woman said, I ain't suing for this. This is funny. And I was so happy about that because yeah. she, you know, she could have walked away with fifteen thousand dollars on that one. Well, I mean, most people who go to like electively go to baseball games are kind of casual people. They're not, they're not out for out for something. Unless the foul balls or the home run ball starts coming their way. Those are funny. The, well, the, well, those are funny videos of the people stealing balls and all that. You know, Especially from about. the kids, yeah, and ripping right out of the hands of kids. Those are great. Would Would you do that? No. I think if I caught the ball and like in front of a child, I think I would be. I'd probably give it to him. Winning home run ball in a World Series game. Yeah. Wow. Good on you. I, I'd like to think I would too, because I'm not that big of a sport. Well, if no. it was if it was a ball from the enemy, I'd throw it back at him really hard. Well, yeah, because you're supposed to. Yeah. We don't want this. <laughs> Just don't be in the kid in front of you yeah. when you throw it back. So yeah, so we we did have that. Now speaking of protests, uh, this is interesting. So Uh-oh. Scott Pruitt, who's the head of the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, okay, who is under the microscope for apparently spending a lot of money on travel and stuff. Now, he's been putting it off on his aides going, well, I didn't book the flight. They did. But he's, he's, uh, he's on thin ice. Um, a young woman named Kristen Mink with her two-year-old son uh, approached him. I will say confronted him. At a restaurant, so this uh, this is this is going to sound funny, probably coming from me, because I'm not a fan of these whole screaming at people in restaurants. If I if they can't eat, you can't eat, or whatever. This woman was dining with her husband, recognized Mink, has had some issues with him, so she wrote out like on a napkin or a piece of paper what she wanted to say to him, walked up to him, told him what she thought, you know, that I, I believe you should resign because of A, B, and C. This is my child. He's, you know, he's going to suffer under your stuff. He listened, thanked her, finished his meal, left. She went back to her table. Nothing was thrown. Nothing was screamed. Nothing was chanted. Uh, on the whole, I'm not a fan of her taking her kid there. Okay. Yeah, you know, putting her kid in the middle of it. I see why she did it, but the, the, uh, the cynic in me says, well, I was just... Because her, her husband videotaped the whole thing on his... Or, or filmed the whole thing on his phone. And so a lot of it was, hey, I'm going to go viral on this. I, I, you know, look at me taking my kid. Uh, this kid is now forever branded as this... The, the kid of this mother who did this. Okay. Uh, but on the whole, I'm kind of a fan of how this was handled. Instead of the screaming and if they can't sleep. And it didn't get blown out of proportion. It didn't devolve into some horrendous thing to where, you know, the restaurant had to shut down or, you know, Starbucks didn't have to close down for a day and give people sensitivity training. So well, I would say those are rare occasions when it does blow up that much. But those are the ones that hit the headlines for the next. Well, I days. know, but I mean, that's also the hungry, the hungry journalists need a story. Right. Which is why I was ecstatic to come across this story. And I want to promote Plus, it. To was say, there an angle? Yeah, I mean, cause <laughs> I've, I started thinking about that today is, you know how much how much training does someone need to go through to to see angles that's like in their training of a, as a journalist it's like mm -hmm. all right so let's look at this border thing what angle can we run at a lot of it is 
<clears throat> by the words that are chosen. Well, that's not yeah, because like I know a big one that changed recently was like the like illegal alien and that kind of dialogue. Like mm-hmm. that whole world kind of shifted over the last two to three years. And I don't know what like the official documents, like how people write it down. I'd be interested to see what. Well, with immigration, that's the thing. Even get we're, we're talking about immigration, and the problem for for most people on the right is not immigration. We're all for immigration. It's illegal immigration and the abuse of asylum seeking, and that that's the teardown that that the media has made it. If I'm opposed to illegal immigration, then I'm opposed to immigration, even though my own forefathers were immigrants and. And I'm a racist as a result. And it's like, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm a fan of the law. Okay. And but they've become un- inseparable now. You can't be you, people. It's like uh, someone saying, "Oh, I'm not a Christian." Well, you don't believe in God. And I didn't say that. I said I'm not a Christian. See, there's there's a difference that the people say, "Well, if you're not a Christian, you don't believe in God," and that's not necessarily the case. I can believe in. Immigration, but not illegal immigration. But they've been put into one big melting yeah. pot. Well, there's other things too. I mean, it's depending on who's involved, and especially the uh, the advancement of the story. Mm-hmm. Well, again, when, when me talking about this, I could have said, I could have used words like she accosted him. Yeah. No, no, no. And I, and I said I'll say confronted, but that's kind of a hard. Even I said it's kind of a harsh word. She approached him, and laid out a grievance in a reasoned manner. She had her son on her hip two-year-old which i'm not fully for but it's not like i'm i'm blowing a gasket over it and it was done now some you know some headlines may be oh you know epa chief stunned by being accosted by by protester and it is in the words that the journalist chooses the story that i read pretty much had it set up like i relayed it the angle was this guy is on the hot seat for a lot of stuff. He, he truly is. He's got a lot of things to answer for. And well, let's look, let's look at it, it didn't more. Get well, let's look at it more of like a like the Me Too movement and things that revolve around he said she said reporting. Mm-hmm. Because you know one one of the arguments right now that's going on is the the laws that come with false allegations mm-hmm. and a big one being any sexual assault or rape or anything like that. Where we all kind of discuss, oh, it's unfair when it's unjust, unjustly done, mm-hmm. especially when the names of the people are released, because especially on like college campuses and stuff, that was like a known thing. Where in the past eight years, ten years, it's like a tribunal council basically, and most most of the time, the first action is to kick the, the person who was. A, claim they were assaulted off the assaulter off the campus and things like that right. like there was an article I'm, I'm reading about right now or yesterday is it, this person was falsely accused and he's suing the woman for six million dollars uh, because of what she claimed because she posted it to the public mm-hmm. and there really hasn't been any thing following it saying oh this was a lie a downright lie and things like that so I, it's interesting that the reporters like. Do you remember that case? It was a long time ago, and that woman who carried around the mattress on campus. I'm trying. This is not striking a bell. Because she was like an art student at some well-known school, and she claimed she was assaulted. Okay. And the guy got kicked out of school, all the stuff, and she carried around a mattress, like the mattress she was assaulted on, and all this kind of stuff, and it was like a, a project. 
and all these senators and things were like backing her up. But it turned out it was all fake. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's the issue. Look at the uh, Tawana Brawley case you know, with the and the Duke Lacrosse team. It was that that's what got Reverend Al Sharpton like got him in the limelight, made him a presidential advisor almost, even though it was proven false. Yeah. Afterwards, but it's still people are like remember the Duke Lacrosse team, and then I point out, yeah, they were innocent. <laughs> they were totally. Uh, it was totally made up on. Well, uh, it's not important on that one. So yeah, the 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 false allegation. Well, let's look at Chris Hardwick because I, I want to talk about that yesterday, but we didn't uh, have the time. Well, I mean, look at well the thing that's scary about that is how that if no one knows the story of that, the accuser went on a unlisted website, wrote a long piece, never said any names, and she made a point of that. But, but then basically a journalist picked up the story. <laughs> and he did everything but say his name rhymes with Briss. Yeah. Bard. So Nick. that's one thing I'm curious, like as a journalist. And one of my friends who uh, went to Columbia for journalism, and I I remember asking him a couple years ago, I was like, how bad is fake news? Because I feel like the, the fake news thing has been given a face by like either Donald Trump or whoever – but I think there's an actual truth to it, not saying what everyone's saying in the public eye about it. But it's more of how are, how are facts represented, and especially how are stories told. Because how long ago has it been where sources had to be made? And you can't just say sources said. You actually had to do legit journalism in the sense of, instead of he said, she said. Well, see, that was the thing. The, the whole point was the matter of trust that a journalist's responsibility, let's say they, 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 they got something from a, an, an anonymous source. They didn't have to name the source, but okay, it's like I have to get this verified independently from this one person. Okay. And so when they came forth with the story, the trust was there with the journalist going, okay, the journalist has done his or her due diligence. They got it verified by someone else. Otherwise, they said this is an unconfirmed report. Now, what, what unconfirmed would mean it came from one source but not a second source. They got They got the story from one source. But it couldn't be confirmed. Nowadays, they can just make something up and say, "Oh, it's unconfirmed." Not literally, not get it from anybody. Just their own supposition. Well, the thing I've saw, I've seen is saying my sources in Washington say, "quote all this stuff." And once upon a time, you could trust them that they weren't making it up. And now we've seen too many cases where stuff is literally just made up. Where they say, "Well, sources say this," and it's like me in the real world. Every time I've heard someone's come up to me and says, "Well, I heard this about you," or someone said that, I would demand a name. Well, I mean, I, there's not a real way to recover from it, especially with the new frontier of social media. Because what the story I was telling you about in Australia is this woman would, would post to almost all social medias his contact info and all this stuff, especially she contacted his work. Like, she went out and did all these things <coughs> to make sure people knew. Well, the, with the, and we can talk about when we come back with the Hardwick story, you know, there's the follow-up that everybody— there's been no evidence still. Now people are going, get him his job back. The jobs that he lost as a result of this unfounded allegation. Mm-hmm. And still no evidence has been brought forth. Kind of crazy. You'll see more into Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We got special guests coming in in about 15 minutes. We're going to change We got change it up a little bit because we're always talking about negative things all the time on this show. We're going to have the Woodlands Charities <laughs> in the studio. We're going to have fun with that. It is July 3rd. We're broadcasting live with Morning's Lone Star. We will be right back. Look, here they come. 
what a sight. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org, because every life matters. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at one o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look up the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Hip, hip, hooray! Oh, everybody loves a parade. And look at those feet. Bam, 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 never missing a beat. And here comes the band. They'll be here soon. Listen to what they're playing. Sue the Stars and Stripes Forever. Oh, boy, that's what I call a tune. 
And look at that drum major. Watch him with that stick. I'll make a wager he doesn't miss a trick. The captain is yelling. It's the command. They're going to drill. Here's where I get a thrill. All right, welcome back. You know, we should, before we leave today, we should put on the, uh, the speech from President Bill Pullman in Independence Day. I guess. Let it be known that we will not go quietly into the night. Night, night. That, that one? We should, yeah, I'll find that. we got to do that one before we close Honestly, out today. I don't know. I saw the sequel to it. I don't know if they had the same... Because he was in oh that movie. God. He was in that movie. I could yeah, not believe he's in that movie. And he's like, you guys can't kill me fast enough. Please just kill me off. It was uh, that movie. And I bought it because it came out in 3D, and I just got my 3D TV. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to... Oh, man, what a waste of 20 bucks on that DVD. It was horrendous. It was beyond bad. Now they had a giant alien queen. Gee, wonder where they got that idea from. Aliens. But no, it was it was horrendous. That's all I gotta say about that. It was horrendous. Ugh. I don't want to give any more airtime yeah. than that. Just like the new Star Wars. But no, it's funny, Brett on Facebook Live was uh talking about the large newspapers have a word add on that autocorrects word choices for the editorial policy equivalent. <laughs> um, so mean, when I, you say jerkwad, it's going to autocorrect it to Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> when you talk, when you uh, write uh, uh, establishment, it's going to change it to autocorrect it I to mean, Nazi. I, I mean, I protect. I, I pr- predict that post. Is he the forty-fifth president? Yes. Okay, so post the forty-fifth president, there's going to be like a word to describe a depression people feel. Well, that they, they know, don't know. They don't know who to hate, or like. Well, it's going to be a byproduct of what they're calling TDS, Trump Derangement Syndrome. I mean, and I got to say, I'm not a fan of of TLA, three letter acronyms, or just let's label this. Let's call this a syndrome or or whatever. But I got to say, I've been dealing with people more and more, especially online on Facebook, that it's scary. You know, the just the 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 hatred, the the vitriol. Uh, yesterday, I was in a in a conversation with a friend of mine who posted a blatantly false People magazine article that purported that Trump back in the '90s said, "Ah, if I ever run for president, I'll run as a Republican because they're stupid." And so I got the uh, uh, the link to prove that it was false, and I posted it, going, "Hey, you know, this is, this is false news. You may yeah. want to take this down." And I, I did add, "I'm staggered that it literally took me five seconds to find out that this was false." And people are just posting stuff without. Her response was, "Quote: Trump is trash." bother responding because I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to get into it, whatever. I just let it go because I didn't respond. I got it later. Well, what about when he posts false stuff or other stuff? Do you do you call them out on that too? And my response was, yes. I'm not a fan of hypocrisy. A false narrative is a false narrative no matter what side of the aisle you're on. And so I do uh, call people out on it on both sides. Apparently, you know, apparently I'm in the minority. And it, it saddened me that I just, again, people went to where the, well, it was okay if you well, did, I'm we did it. I'm interested to see who he chooses for the Supreme Court, because yes, I was, I was, yeah. I was surprised to see how easy the other guy got in. Gorsuch, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, just there really wasn't too much outcry. It was mm-hmm. just I don't know. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a Bork or Thomas kerfluffle. It was it, like kind of a smooth the Sandra Day O'Connor. You know, she was the first female justice uh-huh. and whereas it was you know this is the 80s when, when she when she was uh nominated 
So it was groundbreaking, but they knew she had been vetted enough to there would be no nasty surprises. Okay. And if you voted against it, then obviously you were voting against women in power. So, you know, it was relatively smooth for O'Connor. And Gorsuch was the same way. It was relatively smooth. It definitely wasn't a Bork situation or a Clarence Thomas, hey, what's this curly hair doing in my Coke kind of scenario. What? The Anita Hill hearings where she said that he had sexually harassed her and cracked a joke about having, uh, finding a short curly hair and a Coke. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I went around for that. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Because I remember when Bork went, uh, Bork was nominated to begin with, and he just got, oh, poor guy didn't stand a chance. He got eviscerated. So they brought in Clarence Thomas. And that's where Anita Hill popped up and said, oh, back as I was a student, he was a law professor, and he harassed me. And they had these, she was a big part of the hearings. And at the end of it, obviously, there were enough votes to let him in, despite the allegations, again, keyword, allegations against him. Okay. I mean, I, I, to me, I really I really like that idea. I remember we spoke about the follow-up paper. I think that would mm-hmm. be really, in, or a website that has a timeline kind of infographic that you can go follow a storyline, and somebody keeps track of tabs of all the writers, and, and kind, kind of like a Rotten Tomatoes for how many, how many stories this reporters had to retract? Or, yeah. Or, oh, that there's got to be something out there about that. Because now, I bet that's a bad list to make, though, because people don't like lists, and people don't like being on lists. Now, speaking of the current president being 45, and number 45, yeah. uh, Walmart's on the hot seat again. Remember a few months ago, uh, they had a third-party vendor on their website sell these T-shirts that said, Rope Journalist Tree. I've heard about required. that. Okay. Well, now they're on the hot seat again because I think it's the same company came up with with clothing, including baby clothing, that says "Impeach 45." Now it's not nearly as bad as Juan. So who's who's the quality insurance person there? <laughs> That's the problem. It's whoever it is should have been fired after the whole T-shirt debacle with you know hanging. Are they that with. automated? It could be because it just may be that you have a contract with the vendor. And, and then like, okay, vendor, you get this shirt. many racks. Yeah, uh-huh. whatever you, whatever you want on it. That could be it. So you think that's they would have learned the lesson after the first time? So again, you know, uh, a a clothing line that says "Impeach 45," eh, you know, everyone's entitled to to their opinion, whatever. But people are, are there's backlash on it because it includes baby clothes, and it's like I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Become needlessly political for for Wal for Walmart to be put yeah. in this in this situation. So I think their um, their quality control person, as you said, is probably on the big hot seat on that one. Whatever to do to make a buck, right? That's it. So I can't I can't say how dare they have this or you know I, I won't buy it. And you know what? Last night I shopped at Walmart, and tomorrow I'll probably shop at Walmart again. I don't care enough about this situation to uh, boycott the place, and I don't think they're going to lose any huge business. But there was just kind of publicity you don't need. Um, but who knows? This may be the best-selling clothing line in human history. You never know. You never know. Yeah, tomorrow's always exciting, isn't it? July Fourth tomorrow, or just like well, tomorrow just in, in general. general. Like, yeah, you never know what's gonna, really going to blow up. I don't really pay this much attention to any world events until like probably three years ago, two years ago. Ever since Donald Trump gets in the news, like every day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. It is. I, I just got lucky since I was very fortunate enough to kind of grow up all over the world. I was always big, big into the world news, especially foreign perceptions mm-hmm. of America. 
or our perceptions of them. You know, we have back in the 70s, a lot of people had a a view of Japan. And me living in Japan realized how incorrect a lot of that was. But also I was on the receiving end of a lot of prejudice in Japan uh, because, well, because it was what it was. We nuked their country. They lost a war. We had a military presence on their homeland. So you're you're saying it's safe to say it takes about two generations to recycle feelings or recycle to reset. Yeah, it's in the '70s, and and also change was happening because it was still very very uh, strict and chauvinistic and and old school. You know, remember none of the the, the road signs had any English translations in them because Hirohito, the emperor, had proclaimed no letting, you know, no making it easy on anyone. Which is so I had to learn the language. I had to learn enough of the language and, and the writing to be able to get from A to, A to B. Although in English you were required to learn, in school you were required to learn English because they realized it was the international business language. So, but no, everywhere I went, I just had people point at me, Gaijin, Gaijin, uh, Door slammed. Restaurants wouldn't let us in. Cabs wouldn't pull over. They'd say no Americans, and that was the old school. You know, so this would be either people who lived through the war, the World War II themselves, or were the immediate. And then you speak French to fake <clears throat> them out, like I am not American. We oui, vive la France. <laughs> right? No, I learned the French after uh, that. That was afterwards. Japan came first, then England. So, and, and same basic thing. I mean, I were got... they friendly to Germans? Who in England? Japanese people. Uh, Germans really weren't part of the, the whole culture at all. It was it was Americans that the, that was the the primary. Well, I'm just saying, like, say you know, like, no, I'm German. Sorry, I'm not American. I don't think it would. It, basically, it was uh, that's still gaijin, foreigner. Okay. You're either Japanese or you're not. Okay. Because remember, right. even you know, because we can look at someone and wonder where they came from, uh, Korea, Japan, China. In Japan, they know, and if you're not Japanese, you're you're not in the club. Yeah. Well, we got to take a break, folks, and we've been kind of talking. We're going to have the Woodlands Charities. We have Lacey in the studio here shortly. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about their upcoming Halloween party happening in October because they're going to start doing fundraisers and everything going between now and then to uh, help families, our local families that are impacted by child cancer. Really great topic change uh, here, <laughs> here on the Mornings of Lone Star. We are Montgomery County's morning radio show. Having fun in the studio. Don't forget, we're broadcasting live from the LSCR studios. And we're live on Facebook and, of course, YouTube Live. Join us and chat with us. I love a parade. When I hear a band, I just want to stand and hear it. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. 
Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas dedicated to the health and well-being of the boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from many sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. That rat-a-tat-tat, a bright uniform. The sight of a drill will give me a thrill. I thrill at the skill of anything. Welcome back. Morning's Monster, Dick and Skippy 950 on the dot in the studios. It is currently a balmy, still 80 degrees outside, going up to 97. No, we're going to get down to the mid-70s tonight. Tomorrow, the high will be what we are right now, 80 degrees and for the rest of the week, it'll be bouncing between the 80s and the 90s with lows and the low 70s. Uh, still no word on any further cancellations of July 4th events. Tom Ball is out for the count. But right now, Woodlands is still on. So there you go. Red, hot, and blue and the parade. So be sure to tune in. We'll keep you posted and updated throughout the day and night on this one. And unless you hear otherwise, tune in to me on Woodlands Online tomorrow morning where I make up all kinds of stuff about the parade floats. Because that's how I roll. But... I love it, Dick. When I when I look down to make notes and I look up and I see someone sitting across from me. Yeah, I know. And kinda, it's like magic. They kind of appear from it's out like, of nowhere because we haven't been promoting the Woodland Charities at all today. Not I mean, at all. Who are they? What? 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 Who, what? Let's find out who they are. We have Lazy Gigo here, and Dick and I were like having an argument earlier how to pronounce your name. I thought it'd be like you know, like Gail really Gigo, Wonder Woman. Oh, it's okay. Everyone has difficulties, so that's why I always do that little give you a little preempt. Yeah, how to pronounce I actually got it. I actually got a little <laughs> dance to go with it. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. She said jig like a jig, and then I got the accompanying jigging, Joe. getting jiggy, and <laughs> oh. Okay. So there we go. So Gail Jago, and we're going to post her, her written name on our website later so you know who the heck we're talking about. But she's on the advisory board for Woodlands Charities. Thanks so much for coming in this morning. Oh, thank you, guys. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having us. So ordinarily, we're not fans of, like, you know, we take one holiday at a time, but you're here to talk about this great event coming up in October. Correct. Cool. Yes. Um, the Woodlands Charities is a nonprofit organization that helps support our Montgomery County nonprofits. Okay. And so we do a couple events a year. We already had our Chef Showdown event to help uh, to raise funds for our charity chosen for the 2018 year. And we have our Halloween party coming up on October 27th at the Woodland, uh, Woodlands Waterway Marriott. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it is a phenomenal event. We have so much fun. The community comes together, get to dress up. 
We have a uh, costume contest. We get to um, enjoy different foods and activities. We'll have games and raffles and just, it's a fun time for our community to come together and support another nonprofit. Cool. Is there a theme each year? Uh, last year, well, I say year before last, uh, we did have a theme of um, it was into the woods. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a scary going into the woods type thing. This year, uh, we have not chosen a theme yet. It's just Halloween. Come on out in your costumes. Well, if you're looking for something, I would suggest like superheroes and supervillains because <laughs> Dick has a Harley Quinn costume he's been wanting to cosplay with. But see, that's just it. You can come out in that. I just wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> There's a visual that's starting to form, so I'm going to move past that one. And so Woodlands Charities, as you said, it's a, it's a nonprofit that supports other nonprofits. Is that a unique business model? I haven't heard about that much. Yes, it actually started up with our uh, three directors, Amy Milstead, James Still. I mean, Amy Milstead, yeah, Amy Milstead, <laughs> Jim Stillwell, and Nina Marino. And uh, they were wanting to help uh, support. It came out with our inaugural event was the Halloween party to help Canopy, which is a cancer survivorship center at Memorial Hermann. And it just kind of blossomed from there that they realized that there was many of nonprofits within Montgomery County that needed the support, maybe didn't know how to just start their nonprofits and really give them a platform to be able to utilize their net their network, the community, who they knew, how they could help to support them to do that. And so that's how the Woodlands Charities came about. Cool. So you have your major events. You have your Halloween mm-hmm. event, and you have the the Chef Showcase. Is that Chef Showdown. Chef Showdown. Yes, we just had that in May. Okay, I'm going to get past the pain of not being invited to anything food related <laughs> and, and move on from that. Are All there... right, we'll make sure you're on it next year. Thank you. You're First welcome. name S E A N, Sean. A lot of people spell it wrong, and it's, it's hard to cash the check that way. Yeah, I actually uh, took a tour of Canopy just a few weeks ago, and it was uh, staggering. It was a it wonderful. Uh, a cancer center for, uh, you know how like nowadays birthing rooms are a lot more relaxed than they used to be. You wouldn't know this, Dick, but my first my no, no, I've seen uh, one of my friends who were in town when we went to Blue Epiphany. There, she's mm-hmm. pregnant, so she was showing me in Dallas where you have choices of where to give birth. Right. Yeah. Well, my first kid was born in the '80s, and and so that was all sterile. And no, I was in the, I was in the barn, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the doctor just trying to kick me out, saying, "You're you're the father. You're supposed to be out there smoking a cigarette in the waiting room." And then my uh, 15 years later, is my daughter was born, and it was like it was like a hotel, you know, the bed that, that does all cool stuff and TV and, and everything. So the same thing with the Canopy Cancer Center. It, it's a it's a place where it's just so relaxing. That's funny. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But um, so what other events are, are are first off? I guess I should ask. How can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more or get uh, give money or whatever? Absolutely. And they can go to our website, which is thewoodlandscharities.org, or, of course, follow us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on social media. There's also a donate button, and as well as buying your tickets um, for the events that we have coming up. And we have all the information on our website. But we are supporting the, wood, uh, the Woodlands uh Texas Children's mm-hmm. Hospital Family Fund this year. Okay, what's that? And that is where you don't realize, but a lot of times there's a lot of out-of-pocket expenses that people don't realize um, with families that have children with cancer. Um, that can be anywhere from parking expenses to they've been at the hospital all day with their child and they need lunch um, to where also families sometimes have to, where they were a two-person income family, one person has to decides to step away so that they can take care of their children. Mm-hmm. 
So that's where the family fund comes in is to help to support those extra out-of-pocket expenses. Cool. What other events do you have? You have the two big ones. Do you have uh, the other things to keep you guys going throughout the year? We do at times. It just depends um, on who wants to help and support us in the community. Um, Kendra Scott has been great about allowing us to have a night to, to raise money. Um, so we have different little venues, little activities like that that we'll do. Um, Market Street allowing us to put yellow ribbons out um, to be able to, you know, because at Market Street, they're um, – coin machines there mm-hmm. are there for donations for um charities did you guys have something at kendra scott like maybe six eight months ago um we had one there last year um mid mid-year we had one okay, and then we had one i think i went there i bought oh, did you? yeah because oh, i bought a christmas present for the wife yeah well, i had, had some you. friends there <laughs> we appreciate that yeah yeah and then also like different uh restaurants will throw little activities for us or allow us to come up to promote and to raise funds and awareness that way. Awesome. That sounds good. Dick, what did you got? I'm, I'm like kind of hogging the conversation here. Well, no, it's just it's a lot to take in because how involved you are year-round with the different charities every year picking one. And so this Halloween is a big event because y'all do two main events that help fundraise most of the things y'all do. Correct. So let's go in over that again. That's a Halloween party. It's a Halloween party, as, as it says it is. Yeah. Um, so, and it is at the Woodlands Waterway Marriott this year, October 27th. Um, tickets are on sale through the website, and also um, they can get in touch with us through social media um, or then at any of the events that you see us out and about and promoting. So just look the up the Woodlands so, Charities. Yes, it's the woodlandscharities.org. Okay. As the website. So, yeah, we're excited. And it, like I said, it's a fun time. People get to come together. Haven't seen, we, that's one reason why we came up about with it is because there's not really a Halloween party in Montgomery County that yeah. you get to dress up and come to and have fun I'm as adults. I'm trick or treating <laughs> usually. So, uh, maybe I'll well, they do, going to they a do bar. Christmas in July. So, why not Halloween in uh, <laughs> October? October. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Well, uh, now, tickets, do you have individual tickets, table tickets? Do you have sponsorships as well? We do, absolutely. Uh, our tickets start at $75 a piece, but then we do have uh, tables that you can purchase and sponsorships. And again, all that information can be found on our website. It'd be a lot to talk about right now. That is so cool. <laughs> and you are going to come back a little closer in, right? To of it? course. Yeah. I would love to. If well, y'all I want to talk me. about we'll have Dick's costume. I want, yeah, I want costume yes. ideas. You know? I'm telling you, Harley Quinn, you'd nail it. No, I mean, what's what's the what it would be? What do you think the new costume is going to be this year? Oh, there are going to be forty-eight Trump masks out there. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I'm in more of like because the the summer blockbuster Infinity War, but that's not really. I mean, what's well, this Comic is the Woodlands, so you'd over. have a guy actually in a fully functional Iron Man costume, just, oh. not just the, the front faceplate. Uh, probably, you, you get someone out there, you, you get the roamers coming in. Uh, I was going to say, they get quite creative on their outfits, yeah. their costumes, so it, it's kind of think outside the box. Uh, we're very impressed each year that uh, when people come, and I'm just like, ah, oh, I would never have thought about that, but wow, that works. Well, maybe, maybe I should debut the iPad robot. Yeah, your little segue right, with the right, iPad. I don't have to be there, but I can just FaceTime everybody and just there you know, go. walk through. I yeah. myself that counts, Halloween. right? That counts, right? I Absolutely. myself this Halloween, I'm going to dress up as a middle-aged, middle-class, uh, disillu- semi-disillusioned entertainer. You like the costume? <laughs> that's that's poor. It's poor. I know it's because you look like so many other famous people. You just it's so easy for you to do it. I know, right? Yeah. Is is he? 
Richard Dreyfus? Is he Paul Giamatti? Who is he? We don't know. Benjamin Danny DeVito? Franklin? Franklin? Who knows? You like I'm wearing my Benjamin Franklin shirt today? I love it. Yes. Oh, thank you. Well, Lacey, thank you so much for Lacey Gigo coming well, in. Gentlemen, thank you all so much. Yeah. We appreciate it. Honored to be here. And um, thank you for allowing us to get the word out. Our yeah. pleasure. Again, we'll that's the Woodlands Charities, folks. And don't forget the Halloween costume party, the party for Halloween this year. Happy at the Woodlands Marriott. Tickets available. Woodlands Charities. Check them out on Facebook and all the other social media website and things like that. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio at IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We're going to take our break, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are removed from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, 
and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Look, here they come. Oh, what a sight. Listen to the crowd. They're cheering. Hip, hip, hooray. Oh, everybody loves a parade. And look at those feet. Bam, bam, bam. Never missing a beat. And here comes the band. They'll be here soon. Listen to what they're playing. Is this what you're going to be saying? <laughs> yes. During the uh, Actually, parade just, tomorrow? I'm just going to record this and just play it over and over. See if anyone notices. Sean changed. <laughs> you're listening to Morning's Lone Star. Welcome back. 10.05. Special thanks to Lacey and the Woodlands Charities promoting their upcoming Woodlands Halloween party. Never too early to start looking for costumes and keeping that mind going. Yeah. Oh, now, ordinarily, what, what I do for my Halloween costume is I wear something normal, but it's all about the backstory. Okay. Like, one time I just put on a, a beat-up fedora and had on, like, shorts and, and sandals and a Bermuda shirt. And I was Bob Jones, Indiana Jones's slightly uh, less famous brother. Alcoholic brother. Who, who failed out of archaeology and got into gardening instead. Uh, I, I, uh, my favorite one was when I was... Uh, Dr. Sam Beckett, who would quantum leapt into the body of a uh, a uh, so that to me, middle-aged playwright. I, I just want to do whatever's easiest. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to dress. You just have to make up the story behind it. Okay. It's great. Okay. Well, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. It's till 11 o'clock. Brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Soup Office Clean. Before we get into the normal program, we're going to do weather and traffic for the bottom of the hour. Looking at the traffic conditions around Montgomery County, I'm not really seeing anything that really needs to be reported in the county. Uh, but I do know southbound I-45, there's some major construction and things going on between 1960 and 610. A lot of the HOV things are closed and things like that both ways, so be careful with that. Uh, outside that, there's no accidents or instances that need to be reported. Weather-wise, it's gotten up to 84 degrees already, but with the 76% humidity, it feels like 92 or 920, depending on your pain levels. Uh, the rains are going to start about 10 o'clock tonight and go through in the morning. So far, no one besides Tomball has canceled their events, but do stay tuned to us or keep tabs on our Facebook page. And throughout the day and the night, we will update and let you know what to expect tomorrow. But uh, hey, if it's thundering, do yourself a favor, stay inside. Definitely don't walk out to the parade with an umbrella in your hand. When do you want to give away tickets? To? To the murder show. Across the street. Murder. Oh, 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 musical comedy. That's you. You're the theater guy. Jeez. Yeah, but I'm in another show that deals with murder. I'm in The Dinner Detective also. Like, we're going to be giving away tickets to that, too? Awesome. Uh, yeah, we should. I'm we pretty should. sure you're the one that arranged most of the stuff, so <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. Like, what are you talking about? Ugh. Well, you heard the murder show. And it's like, yes, so the musical comedy murders of 1940 is a, well, mus- a non-musical comedy, ironically, that's going on at the Owen Theater right now. They're coming up on their second weekend. And we have a couple of tickets to give away. You want to do yeah, that? We'll do it on, on Thursday. Let's do it Thursday. Let's do it Thursday. And it's, it's a fun show. I want to actually go watch it this upcoming weekend, I think. It will be a lot of fun. And then, of course, also starting this upcoming weekend, next door to us, the Crichton Theater is Willy Wonka. And this is the big extravaganza directed by Jeff Baldwin. And I think they got like 40 Oompa Loompas alone. So so it's pretty much the movie come to life. Uh Adam Isbell plays Willy Wonka, who's already kind of a Gene Wilder clone. And I saw some pictures of Oompa Loompas, and with all their green-haired, orange-skinned glory, they are 
So we will have tickets coming up for Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. And let's see who we can sucker out of tickets over across the street at the Crichton Theater for Willy Wonka. So that's what's going on. A reminder in our local news that the duck race the, the uh, that for years has been on July 4th, benefiting Crisis Assistance Center, has been moved to August, August 25th. Uh, a lot of things were happening on July 4th, and they felt it would be better just in general to move it off the holiday. So there you go. So if you're going to any of the pools tomorrow, and do know this is something really cool. Most of the day tomorrow at all the Woodlands pools, they will be free. That's right. That's right. So, uh, but if you go to like the Rob Fleming Aquatic Center looking for the ducks, ducks won't be there till August. So there you go. Uh, so we have that so far in the woodlands tomorrow. We have red, hot, and blue ceremony at Town Green Park. And of course, the parade starting tomorrow morning, uh, starting from Market Street, assuming it's not canceled like Tomball has canceled theirs. And also in local news, this is something really nice. Uh, you know, we're, we were just talking with Lacey Jigo about a uh, Jigo, sorry, about uh, Woodlands Charities, which is a nonprofit that helps other nonprofits. Waste connections, you know, the trash people. We're very untrashy by donating a million dollars to several charities, you know, a total of a million dollars to uh, benefit several charities from their recent Golf for Kids Classic and Montgomery County area nonprofits that are getting a piece of this million dollar pie are CASA, Montgomery County Youth Services, Panther Creek Inspiration Ranch, and the Monarch Schools. So hats off to Waste Connections for such a huge honking tax-deductible donation for these uh, nonprofits. It's really appreciated. And here at Lone Star Radio, we like to pass out the good news about the community. Yeah. Yeah. Now we can get back to the bad stuff. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, I always like to follow up on funny, funny things. Uh, looking at the woman who, if you remember the story, the NCAA recent president, uh, I, I, she changed her name. I don't really can't pronounce it, but she's at that Netflix deal, Rachel Dolezal. Dolezal? Yeah, not NCAA. You're Basically, she claimed to be NAACP. an African. Yeah, oh, sorry. NAACP. This is a slight difference. This is a good, a good opening to this. But uh, if you don't remember the story, she claimed Rachel she was an African-American. She, and, yeah, and then and, she, found out she wasn't black, and so she said, well, I identify as black because my parents adopted black kids. Yeah, it was. An, there's an interesting documentary on Netflix about her. Well, now she's actually going to jail for uh, welfare fraud. Yeah, it looks like she's uh, she hid a lot of, and poorly hid, which is the funny thing. She cl- uh, got a lot in uh, welfare assistance by saying she made about $500 a year and uh, then found out, no, it was, she had like 80, 80 or 800000 in the bank. I think 80000 due to uh, book sales and, and personal appearances and speaking fees. Now, Rachel, who now goes by the name of, and Rachel, pardon me if I mispronounce this, Nikechi Diallo. Um, is in a heap load of trouble. And in fact, even her own kid is like, Mom, dude, just you're white. Deal with it. Yeah. So good follow-up for Rachel. Hope you yeah. enjoy. Uh, um, Another interesting uh, thing. I wanted to follow up just because I always like <laughs> that, that woman's story is very interesting. And uh, not saying good, bad, or whatever, but it's just, I mean, you're kind of like, wow, people like this. This is one of those things that reminds you that everyone's different. Uh, but another story I kind of want to touch on is the California Supreme Court basically ruled that Yelp can't be ordered to remove bad reviews. 
So who, who, who couldn't order them? Like businesses and things like that. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, because certain businesses are deeply affected by reviewers like Yelp and a lot of problems. From what I understood, it was the old Yellow Book kind of mafia mm-hmm. and a sense of people would write a bad review and they would say, hey, we'll get rid of this review if you pay us money kind of thing. Uh, and now uh, what's funny is there's two, two sides to a good thing about Yelp and there's a bad side to, to Yelp. From what I understand about Yelp is anyone can go on there and make a review and there's no way to dispute it. There's nothing you can do. So you get that one person who came in and they didn't have sugar on the table could go be like, hey, they didn't have sugar on the table, but they suck. They're horrible, horrible service, no sugar on the table. Well, that will always be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, from If you remember a while back, Amazon had like a deep redux of the way they handled their reviews for people because people were scamming the system and then it was becoming so automated that they had to figure out a way to make sure the reviews you see on Amazon are legitimate reviews. Mm-hmm. So what do you see as the importance to something like this? Say, like, how you personally, do you look at Yelp reviews? No. Like, I don't, I don't really have the, the app, I guess. But I, here, Here's the thing. I may glance at a, a Yelp review or something, but knowing how easily it can be taken advantage of, uh, I... I Take every review with a grain of salt. I, I read the reviews. If it's just a star thing, I'll, I'll ignore it. But if there's a story behind it where they say, I went there and this happened, and and usually uh, the the company can respond, and that's a good sign as, as well. Uh, but I tend to look for members of a chamber of commerce. Um, Angie's List has helped. Better Business Bureau, um, you pay fees to get into it. and No, that's another I'm not a fan deal. of the, yeah. I'm not a fan of Better Business Bureaus so much, uh, but Angie's List kind well, of gives me a today's, sense. Of the commerce I think the big today's one. really big deal is just the Google and then the uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's because you can see responses. You can see that kind of stuff. And to me, that's really important for like me trying to look in, spend time to look at places. Because the only thing I would say, if you're a restaurant, I mean, you, don't, you have to do the basics. Do your times. Do a menu. And that was the only time I've ever used Yelp is because the menu was available on Yelp. And I was like, I don't want to download this app so I can look at the menu. Like, what? How is this? How is there not a website for <laughs> for right. a restaurant today in today's world? But no, anyway, it's funny because you think the uh, the Yelp people are. I mean, it is almost like a scam. It really is. It's kind of crazy. Well, the 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 not only the restaurant or the, the Red Hen that you yeah. know the owner did that. So right down the middle, the, the stars dropped because there were more people who were upset by it than supporters however the people who are upset by it they're giving one star reviews for a restaurant that they've never been a patron of so well like to give you so a, it's not a review thing yeah so well because i could i could pull the russian thing and pay a bunch of people mm-hmm. to do negative reviews on you know my neighbor and i mean that that no one can stop that and no one will know about it until it's, it's something like comes out to light for it but exactly it's just it's interesting to see that. It's just funny how the the Russians, you know, are completely responsible for an entire presidential election, but absolutely nothing else in the universe. I still kind of giggle at that. Yeah. That these well, what's even more interesting too, on top of that, is stuff. like go to like a fast food restaurants social media, like go to their Facebook page, and it's so funny to see how pages now are like they tell you, oh. 
for example, uh, like Wendy's. I was on Wendy's. Was doing <laughs> I love something. the Wendy's Twitter feed. Well, so that's why I was inter- I was looking at their Facebook, and people were saying, like, for example, one guy took a picture of their bun because the bun was hard as a rock. It was a video of him tapping it. Well, below it, it said, uh, page, like, author pr- privately messaged this user. And I was like, why do I need to know that? But I guess it's for publicity reasons where you see, like, oh, there was someone reached out from Wendy's to this person privately. Mm-hmm. But then there's also public responses, hey, contact this number and things like that. And you can see what people are really upset about, like, oh, there's mold on my hamburger or anything like that. It's kind of gross to go to those websites because usually it's, like, all negative. There's not really – there's very few positive. But think about the number of people who, you know – Bought a hamburger, put it out in the hot sun for three days to get mold, then take a picture and say, oh, oh I look mean, at this old mold. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what the enjoyment, going under social media and seeing. But I do, if you want to laugh, do check out the Wendy social, the Twitter feed, because whoever their social media person or people are, are hilarious, and they are fearless. Yeah. Well, uh, right now it's 1017. We got about 42 minutes left in today's show. That was math. That was pretty good. So, yeah, no, I get it. I, I don't know how to explain it sometimes. Mickey's big hand will be on the. Yeah, so uh, stick around. We got more stuff coming your way. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio with more Angel Lone Star. We'll be right back. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. Uh, the third past the hour, 1021 on the docks on Tuesday, July 3rd, Independence Day Eve. Dick, I'm telling you, before we go off today, I'm going to insist that you find uh, Bill Pullman's speech from Independence Day and we rally the troops up with it. So lots of news going on there. Uh, we're trying to find the funny stuff today. Uh, so here's something of, of note, not not funny, but uh, you know the so the boys soccer team, the Thailand uh, boys soccer team, are uh, in in some trouble right now. So it's gone bad news, good news, bad news, good news. Bad news is they went missing while spelunking, while you know cave exploring. They were found after ten days, which is great. They're all alive. Uh, they've been surviving on um, water, fresh water is coming through the wall, uh, rocks. So, Lucky them, right? Yeah, well, no, no truly, they're, they're, you know, someone, go, you know, you got a whole group of people missing for ten days. There's really happy endings, so you had that. And people going, "Yay!" It's like finding Jessica at the bottom of the well. Look back in your history books for that one. Well, now they're stuck there. Floodwaters happened to where they can't come out because uh, you know divers went to them, so they can try to have these boys and their coach dive back out by getting equipment but first off these aren't trained divers these are boys aged 11 to 16. secondly they haven't eaten in almost two weeks so they're trying to get medicines and food and stuff you know you only got so much water you can drink because of the floodwaters they may be stuck there until at least october when the waters are slated to go down so right here, right now, you know, all my thoughts are going to these guys, that these boys, and their their coach who's keeping it together. They're in the dark. Uh, you know, these th there's no sunlight coming through these caves. Keeping it together, but they may be there for another couple of months. So want to send some warm fuzzies towards Thailand and hope that they get out okay. Hopefully that they can find some kind of, I don't know, one-man submarine, diving bell, something like that, that can get these boys back to their home. But I am so happy that they're all good right now so there you go i got that one that's that's the last international news i have I, well except for justin trudeau we talked about this off the air yeah briefly canadian prime minister justin trudeau who is sort of kind of finding himself on the hot seat as the as the latest uh target in the me too movement where if i'm getting this right he's accused of in 2000 at a music fest groping a female well I, I don't think he was accused then no, that's no, no. important yeah, he's accused now of, in 2000, there was a music fest. The issue, that, from what I'm reading on this, that the female reporter is made nothing of it. It was a thing, or if even a thing. But some other professor, feminist studies professor, took it and ran with it and it's turned into this a national thing. 
Now, Trudeau himself didn't help matters much when his only response was, I don't remember any negative interactions back then. So whenever you say, I don't recall, that just, and that's thanks to Reagan uh, with the Iran-Contra hearings, the I don't recall, or, or I think it was Dole or someone who said, I misremembered um, something. Every time you start off a sentence with that, it doesn't help gain confidence with the, with your the people you're leading. But, Dick, you were telling me this is something that, well, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Well, I mean, again, it's just like the, I, I have this weird image of journalists or people who blog just like, they're just hungry dogs waiting for just a sniff. Mm-hmm. Because reading more, like, is it because to me there was a good polarizing thing between the leader of Canada and the leader of the United States, and they have this kind of banter going on. And remember, what I always talk about, uh, I talked about earlier uh, last month, where you know you have the leader of Amazon. All it, do you think all it takes is one bad PR thing, like someone accusing of, of assault or something like that, to bring down Amazon? What will bring down Amazon? And the and in Canada, this guy has been kind of like the poster boy. Yeah. And uh, but when you read more and more to that article, it's like even the person who made the claim didn't even make a claim. It was more of like a, a, an unknown incident that she said to somebody, and somebody remembered it, and then that person who remembered it somehow got wind to a journalist. Mm-hmm. So and that would, to me is kind of strange the way we look at the headline, then we look at the article as a body, because even this woman who who made the statement doesn't even care. Yeah. Now. In fairness, because I've been very vocal about this, I don't think the victim of a crime should ever be the one who can choose the punishment or whether or not charges should be oh, filed. Yeah. And we've talked about that with the whole Roman Polanski thing where I have his supporters saying, well, even she doesn't want him arrested anymore. It doesn't matter what she thinks. She didn't have that choice. And and so, whereas, yeah, I, I don't think, you know, if this woman is, is the recipient of sexual harassment, she doesn't get to choose if things should be pursued against them or not. But I think I think you're right. This is another example of he said, she said, they they said. Uh, now, listeners, you know, we, we, we frequently reference Brett, who's a listener who's actually been on the show, and we're going to get him back on again. And uh, he'll, he'll post stuff during, you know, um, our broadcast. But one time he, he posted something that wasn't radio-related, but it really stuck with me. So, uh, Brett, I know you're listening. I know that. Every now and then you write something that actually sticks with me. Uh, He said, if I'm remembering correctly, anytime a headline includes the words might, may, heard, you know, know, qualifiers, how something might have said this, how this person may have done that, it's it's not news. It's not a headline. It's unconfirmed rumor. And I absolutely agree with that. And so here we have a Canadian prime minister now under a microscope because of a he said, she said that this may have happened. So it didn't happen to me directly, but I heard that it happened to someone else. And they, it's another example of that, that I'm not a fan of. And we started talking about Chris Hardwick, the same thing with that. This woman, even though she said she didn't mention it by name, she did everything but say what his name rhymed with. He got totally screwed um, career-wise because there was no expectation, uh, no presumption of innocence. He was tried in the public court, but now even the public is rallying going, to this woman, the, the Chloe, what's her name, the uh, the actress, you said you had evidence. Where is it? And now everybody, in fact, uh, an actress from Thor is petitioning, starting an online petition to get this guy his jobs back because all you had was that, that one post by her 
and then nothing except for a follow-up tweet going, oh, thank you for supporting me to all my loyal fans. Everybody else, current wife, former girlfriends, everybody is saying this is not him. And the whole thing is that he lost his jobs due to a being tried in, in the court of public opinion. And it's not even public opinion. The majority of public opinion is a certain subsect. The knee-jerk reaction from, oh, the first whiff of something, we got to get him out of here. Whereas you have the Matt Lowers of the world, or even um, Brian Ross, who just now, months after he came up with that false story about Paul Manafort that actually affected the stock market, it's months later, and he's finally been let go very quietly. And I, and I back then, I kind of said, they'll wait a few months, and it'll be kind of a quiet deal. So it's just a little too little too late on that one. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's so many examples of things gone wrong. Where are the examples of things gone right, do you think? In, what, in, in these news? contexts, like in things, especially like having proof and then the follow-up of them actually going either to jail or, you know. We all want there to be a smoking gun. There's the, That's just it's a, such a movie trope, but in real life, we're conditioned to, if there were a smoking gun, we don't want to believe this about Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein, Michael Jackson, Chris Hardwick. And, and so never underestimate the power of denial. But if there's a smoking gun, and like with Weinstein, we kind of got it, or the next best thing to it. Uh, I'd like to see more positive cases, which is why today I talked about the EPA chief in that uh, situation at the restaurant, because I think it was how it was done right. So I'll be the first one to say, this is how to do it right. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. It's 1030. We'll be right back. Listen to what they're playing. Sue stars and fight forever. Oh, boy, that's what I call a tune. And look at that drum major. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices 
save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. That rat-a-tat-tat, the blare of a horn. That rat-a-tat-tat, a bright uniform. The sight of a drill. All right, welcome back to the July 3rd show of Mornings with Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. Tomorrow, tomorrow is July 4th. Very significant day for this country. Now, I got a question for you, and this is for also for the listeners. Do you ever see in today or maybe in the future you know being a nationalist or being patriotic or however way you want to look at it when are they going to try to say it's bad to celebrate july 4th i'm waiting for that as being a thing i think there will be those who will try it but i don't think we ever will not okay uh it's been it's been a recognized holiday for many many years well, the significance in it, but then, like, you know, the cultural appropriation slash, you know, you know, we're getting rid of these statues. We're, you know, the talk of, you could you could argue, forgetting history. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think there are those who want to uh, 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 minimize certain aspects of our history. You know, it's the Civil War, Robert E. Lee, things like that in particular. Well, what bothered me But most- we are a melting pot. Yeah. That, that is America. We think about... We are the only country pretty much in the world who does have to answer to its own citizens about diversity. No one in China is talking about the lack of blonde people. No one in Italy is complaining that there are too many German speakers there, you know, and that they must teach other languages. Uh, we are the melting pot. That's the whole point. The, the immigration issues is, is rarely about immigration. It's about illegal immigration. We are a nation of immigrants. Duh. And anyone who says, well, how's it feel now? You're, you know, you're an immigrant. Uh, Trump's great-great-grandmother came over here. Yeah, we're everyone's great-great-grandmother did. That was the whole point. And I hate to quote Schoolhouse Rock, but we are the great American melting pot. That's what this country is. It's unique. Yeah. But that it was formed, not from thousands of years of history uh, in England, France, Spain, and, you know, basically Europe or Asia that can trace their roots back thousands of years. We formed as a nation with all apologies to the natives who are already here. We formed 200 and something years ago. So that is, we to compare us to any other nation in the universe doesn't fly with me. When everyone says, well, why don't we have a healthcare system like Denmark? Because we're not Denmark. That's not how we were set up. Well, why can't we have, you know, minimum or, or, or equal wages like Sweden? Because we're not Sweden. We're America. We're the United States of America. And and we you can't compare us to anyone else, and you can't compare anyone else to us as a nation. And I feel, I, I feel fervently about that. Well, I mean, because like, if you look at the history, you know, the first hundred years of the nation being built, 
you can really argue there were some really bad things going on. Well, it was growing but, pains. It was, well, that's never been that, done before. Well, that's one thing that confused me, too, about, you know, getting rid of the statues and the racism. It's like, you know, I don't know how many presidents, the first, like, 30 presidents had slaves. And I'm like, you know, some of them probably have their face on money. And are we going to get rid of their face on our currency? Or is that something that, you know, if we're— There will always be an attempt to do that. Now, obviously, we know that I've done theater before. Uh, one of my favorite shows I've been involved twice is 1776. And if you're watching on TV, I'm actually wearing my 1776 T-shirt. Uh, first time many years ago, I got to play John Adams in this in this musical about the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Are you talking about John Adams, HBO? You're Paul Giamatti? Yeah. That's who you play? You played John? You played, I played it. And I actually you, played as you the same played character. Paul the Giamatti, who played John you, Adams. So were you playing Paul Giamatti? No. My John Adams was before John, John Paul Giamatti played uh, okay. John Adams. But it, I, I, the, the irony was not lost on me. Uh, it's, it's a musical. And then many years later, I got to play Ben Franklin in the same musical, and I loved it. And you learn so much history. Now, of course, it's dramatized. Yeah. So the, a musical of the signing of Declaration of Independence is as realistic as Tombstone is to the gunfight at the OK Corral. But you still get a lot of the, you know, the behind-the-scenes stuff with these men had to deal with that this had, you know, you know as Ben Franklin says, this has never been done before. No colony has ever broken free from the mother country. We're in uncharted territory. They had no idea what they were going to do with it, what kind of nation was going to be formed. And so these men have their, all their flaws, and that's why a lot of people are afraid to put on 1776, because it shows these men as risky. They haven't seen their wives in six months. You know, uh, Jefferson's got writer's block, so they get his wife down so he can have a funky weekend with his wife so he can write again. Um, the slavery issue comes into it where— there had to be unanimous vote for independence. And that was a lot of what a lot of people don't realize. Congress, the Second Continental Congress had said, if there's one nay vote, it's off because we can't pit brother against brother. And John Adams actually predicted the Civil War, saying, if we don't get slavery off the table now, in 100 years, there will be blood on our hands. And sure enough, 100 years later, where we have, 90 years later, we have the Civil War. I mean, he actually said this to his wife in a letter saying we have to get rid of slavery now and they couldn't because the only way they could get the deep south to sign off on the declaration was to keep slavery in so yeah a lot of of problems a lot of growing pains happened as a result and to get rid of aspects of our history our unique history that no other country has dealt with just as i die a little on the inside every time there's a an offensive statue taken down or name of a of a Confederate general taken off a school. Well, let's hope everyone has a safe Fourth of July and remembers a little bit of history about what it's supposed to represent and uh, the things that happened during those events. Mm -hmm. So uh, again, there's a lot of things going on, and double check your your basically your plans because it's might rain tomorrow. Keep again, so. keep tuning into the Morning's Lone Star Facebook page all day, yeah. all night because. Dick and I, between us, we will keep you posted on what's going on. And uh, we're going to be closing up the show. Yeah. And tomorrow, we're going to start our holiday early. Uh, tomorrow is uh, going to be a replay. And actually, I think all shows tomorrow are going to be replay. And then we'll be back on Thursday. We do have a special guest on Thursday. Let me ask you, Sean, do you know who our special guest is on Thursday? Uh, of course I do. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm messing with I you. I have no idea. The uh, Connor Art League is doing their, their next artist feature and everything, so we're going to have them into the studio uh, on the on phone, probably. 
uh, because the artist is from the New Caney area, and then there's also a special charity that is associated with it. That's going to be on Thursday. And then, of course, on Friday, we got some special guests. We got Kristen Bay's coming back, so I hope you see that movie Baby Driver uh, outside. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in trouble if I don't. Yeah, and then uh, we're also going to have some folks. uh, There's an article in the paper this week about the Tudor Station opening up on Frasier. If you didn't know, there's old caboose. Uh, that's always just kind of there on Fraser Street, and someone, uh, a retired teacher, I was about to say expired, a retired <laughs> teacher took it over, and she's going to have tutoring lessons and everything at the caboose on Fraser. so she's going to be in the studio on Friday. Is it wrong that I'm snickering that you're saying the word tutor? I thought you were going to do caboose, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, there's caboose, too. <laughs> there's that, there's that, but uh, I hope people have an enjoyable day today, and don't forget, tomorrow... Uh, is Fourth of July, so be safe, and you can catch Sean on Woodlands online. What time does that start for you? Uh, parade starts at nine. Okay, okay. Well, we can do that. We can yeah. do that. That's at nine a.m. Oh, never mind. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So happy Fourth, everybody. Please, please be safe. You're listening to Mornings Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Get ready for the parade tomorrow if they are going to happen. Like I said, keep in touch with those folks who are putting on the event if it's going to happen. I know Tom Ball closed down their parade Wussies. and all that stuff, and then uh. Stuff like that. So you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget we podcast every episode on iTunes and Google Play. And uh, we're on Facebook Live, YouTube Live typically. And you can rewatch it after the program. We'll be back on Thursday, July 5th at 9 a.m. You'll listen to Lone Star Community Radio. A handful of Vets, a line of cadets, or any brigade.